Hi, and you are listening to the Spirit of Aya podcast with Sarai Darbandi. Welcome back. Today is January 3rd, 2018. And today we're talking about the role of the shaman within the ayahuasca ceremonies. Now, the word shaman, it definitely comes from different cultures, um, just depending on um, what part of the country and what part of history we're referring to. Today, I'm really just talking about um, more of the role in the ayahuasca um, ceremonies and kind of the history of ayahuasca and where the shaman role is, um, has been and what it's turning into currently. So... Um, The shaman role within ceremony throughout years um, has been to sit with the people who are in ceremony, to watch over them, to interact with the spirit world um, and the physical world throughout the ceremony and kind of watch over what's happening to protect protect the people in ceremony to make sure, you know, um, no evil spirits come in throughout the ceremony. that sort of thing um and so kind of the other things that happen as well during the ceremonies is to watch over participants and make sure that they're doing okay um there can be some pretty dark places that people go uh during ceremony um mentally emotionally for healing for i mean you know whatever whatever comes up maybe it can be too much for them um there's a lot going on inside one's body during a journey so the shaman is there um, if needed to ground um, a member that's participating in ceremony to kind of um, perhaps maybe remind them um, like hey you're here you're okay you're safe Um, or even help them move the energy that they're currently working through within the body something might come up um, spiritually inside of the person's body and the shamans there um, to help them move that through their bodies energetically or move whatever is going on um, mentally through their body So some of these concepts are a little esoteric, like um, the shaman working in the spiritual realm while the ceremony is happening in the physical realm. And this is a lot of times misunderstood because we can't we can't see this with our, you know, um, in our third dimensional reality. Um, However, if you can think about it, like the shamans using, you know, they're, they're visualizing these things in their mind's eye. And they're oftentimes traveling into the spiritual world um, with a helper, whether that's like an animal spirit or um, just like a, a different version of themselves to even protect themselves when they go into the shamanic realm. Um, and it's often referred to as a trance state. And this can kind of be compared to like, you know, um, when we're in certain brainwaves, like when we're in delta brainwave, that's more of like when we're in a trance state. Um, so some ways that this can help um, or this like happens is sometimes you'll see like shamans using drums. They'll use a drum 
um, to put either themselves or other people into a trance state. Oftentimes that's why singing occurs as well to help them get into a certain state so they can work with spirit as people are in ceremony. Um, I think this role um, is, it's, it's kind of taking on a different culture everywhere you go. Um, you know, some traditions and rituals that shamans do before and after ceremony are different everywhere you go. Um, definitely what needs to happen is that you need somebody who is trained uh, to sit with you during a ceremony to um, feel safe. And if, if anything comes up, if you feel like you can't handle it, you know, that person is there to guide you. Um, I found it really interesting that people kind of show up to retreats not knowing who these people are and just completely surrendering um, to shamans or, you know, whoever's there, which I've always found that extremely courageous and vulnerable. Um, it's always made a little bit more sense to me. to work with someone who you're familiar familiar with. Um, so perhaps having a prior relationship with the person that you're deciding to do the ceremony with, like a, a well-known shaman that you've been doing a lot of preparation work with, which I've always found that a more appropriate way um, to do ceremony. This is just my version of what um, I think should happen, but you know, obviously that's not, um, that doesn't mean it's the way it's just it's kind of how you know i'm a, a traditionally trained and professionally trained counselor and therapist so to me that's always made more sense like building a rapport with somebody so they naturally feel safer to go deeper with you um fortunately there is something about the medicine that tends to cause somebody to completely lose their inhibition so in the end it kind of because it kind of really doesn't matter but i think it always helps maybe on a subconscious level um that person you know working with someone they trust um on an ongoing basis not like a like a one-time you know um, a lot of these retreats it's kind of like one time um perhaps they may not return for a, a really long time and then as I'm talking about it, you know, I realize that these relationships that are built um, during retreat weeks or retreat weekends or even months sometimes, they, you know, they happen pretty deep, pretty quickly for a reason because, you know, for the very reason um, why this podcast, it's, it's called what it's called, the, the spirit of Aya, which, you know, there is a spirit to ayahuasca that just helps people bring them closer together and once you're introduced to the medicine you know you do tend to feel like family so um you know those are just kind of some of my thoughts um around um a shaman and you know what the role of the shaman is and um there's the shaman tends to lead the ceremony so there's there's certain rituals that are happening before like clearing the energy of the space before um calling in the spirits and guides before these are all things that maybe a participant if not if they're not really tuned in they don't really know this is going on um but it, it certainly is it's all part of um the ritual the tradition um the spiritual aspect of ayahuasca ceremonies so um what else was i gonna say um 
yeah so and this is all it's there's oh that's also what i was going to say i was going to talk about um how i saw online and i kind of wanted to get you know other people's thoughts about this about how some people are, are having ceremony in their homes by themselves like you can buy i saw online uh the other day like you can buy an ayahuasca kit and have ceremony in your home by yourself and i was like whoa this is crazy you know here we are in our western modern world and we're wanting like things quickly fast our way not the traditional way and these are just some of my fears i think when it comes to um how ayahuasca is being integrated into the western world and um you know some precautions to newbies and people who are just exploring so um yeah, the role of a shaman is very important, whether it's individual or group, um, for many reasons, for practical reasons, for spiritual reasons, for traditional reasons. Um, so that's that's kind of the segment on the role of the shaman today. Um, once again, this is Sarai Darbandi with the Spirit of Aya podcast, and I would love to hear um, some people's opinions around the role of a shaman in ceremony and what you think what you think it should be, what you think it shouldn't be. Um, I would love to hear from you. So I hope everyone has a great Wednesday, and I'll see you guys back here tomorrow.